This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. Tom Lee Hackey has become part of my morning prayers. I was a full-time nurse, just lifting up a patient. A tractor trailer came up behind this, pushed us right through. Right off the bat, you just felt comfortable. I felt somebody had my back. He says, I'm going to do everything that I can do for you. You guys are amazing. I love you. Call Pond Lahaki Giordano, highly rated Philadelphia workers' compensation attorneys. Now on Talk Radio Saturday night. Welcome in, everyone, to The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause as we broadcast to you live on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT NFL Draft Weekend. Big weekend for uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. An even bigger weekend for their general manager, Howie Roseman. And a big shout-out to Frank Osterman and his son from Local 98, J. Doc, representing out in Kansas City. At the NFL Draft, Frank and his son had a great couple of days, and they're making their way uh, back to uh, Philadelphia uh, as we kick it off live here on Saturday night. We're going to have to send Frank out and his son every year because certainly uh, I I guess – what the, what the pundits are saying is we had a great draft. I agree. Uh, fantastic. There's a, there's a rumor we may be switching our logo to the Bulldog. Yeah, okay. right. <laughs> we got so much going on. And, and, and we what do we draft? Three, three Bulldogs this year? I think we have five Georgia Bulldogs on the defensive side of the football, Jay Doc. Um, yeah. So it's going to be a great uh, uh, it's going to be a great year if you're a football fan, a Birds fan here in Philadelphia. Listen, I know we have a good show uh, lined up and two great guests, but before we bring both of our guests into uh, the broadcast, I I did want to give you an opportunity Friday. April 28th, of course, was Workers' Memorial Day. Um, The procession and the prayer service uh, and everything was down at Sheet Metal uh, Workers' Hall. Um, And I want to give you an opportunity to talk about that. We always spend a few moments reflecting on that. Um, Take that that opportunity, J-Doc. Absolutely, Joe. And we shout out to Nicole Fuller and everybody at Philippash, the Workers' Memorial uh, uh, celebrates uh, those uh, over the last year and, and beyond who, who went to work and didn't come home. Um, we fight every day uh, for our working standards and, and labor unions are, 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 are they're the reason why we have work standards, safety and health and all those things. And by the way, we're going to talk about them. But the fact that, um, you know, the Workers Memorial is such an important and very impacting event what happens is you get uh, family members of those who lost their lives uh, on the job over the last year and uh, you know we we recognize those individuals let them know that you know we're never going to forget them and then uh, we walk down uh, Delaware Avenue Columbus Boulevard um, with the with the placards of the names of the individuals uh, around our necks and it's just an emotional day but um, just, you know, Philadelphia Council, AFL-CIO and the Building Trades and all of our unions. Uh, and, of course, uh, Philip Posh, uh, who d- does a great job. Like I said, Nicole Fuller and, 
and their whole uh, crew there does an amazing job. If you've ever gone to the Workers Memorial, man, you'll never forget it in your life. And it's it's uh, I'm so happy you brought it up, Joe. Yeah, no doubt about that. You know, sometimes I uh, I want the audience tuning in here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT to just kind of have a sense and a handle on what it means uh, to be part of a union. You drive into the city of Philadelphia and you see the unbelievable uh, skyline. You see all of the construction uh, that's happening in real time. And I sometimes just think out of ignorance or just not being aware, people take for granted um, what unions are doing in this city uh, and doing it and doing elsewhere. So um, it's a re- it's, listen, it's a national, it's an international holiday. The, the Workers Memorial Day, also known as International Workers Memorial Day, um, you know, it, it commemorates uh, you know those who lost their lives uh, and injured, of course, uh, while at work, and so uh, it takes place around the world. And it, it, you know, it's a uh, it's an incredibly emotional day, and, and um, I'm so happy that we do it right here in, in, in Philadelphia. No doubt about that, Jay Doc. Uh, one last thing to cover with you before we introduce our guest and get the show underway. Uh, we're now within 30 days of our next Legends of Labor uh, celebration. Take a minute and talk about that. It's a, uh, the inductee for uh, the month pretty special guy we know him well but he's going to be a fantastic uh, member of the legends of labor hall of fame absolutely and this is our friends of labor induction so we have our legends of labor uh initiative which recognizes our labor leaders who've made an indelible uh impact on our community and we you know we you know so far wendell young the third uh you know was was uh recognized uh you know we've we've had uh, Pat Gillespie, uh, you know, and, and Sam Staten Sr., and uh, we, they were all inducted posthumously. And I'm glad you brought it up because Sam Pond's our first Friends of Labor in, in, inductee and, and those who've made an indelible impact on labor who've, who are committed to our movement and who have made a difference but may not be, even though Sam was a part of a union, um, you know, they, you know, they help us and, and, and are committed to labor in another way. And, uh, we're, you know, I do want to say one thing. We're going to announce this. But in September, uh, Tom Kelly, who was the longtime business manager of Local 19, uh, is, is getting inducted. And that's a big deal. Sheet Metal Workers Local 19. By the way, he was the uh, president of the Zoning Board of Adjustment. And I had, uh, you know, intimidating uh, pleasure of going in front of him years ago. But uh, and, and then and then we have another announcement in next week. Uh, uh, so it's it's just such a great you know initiative. And we're going to find a place down in, uh, in the city to, 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 to create the Hall of Fame where people can see all the plaques and all those things. So it's a great thing. All right, good stuff. Butch Bennett and Brian Edis will join us in a moment. We'll, we'll re-rack and reset the table. We'll take a short commercial break and begin the show. This is The Labor Show on a Saturday night here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Tonight's edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by IBEW Local 98, UFCW Local 1776, Sheet Metal Workers Local 19, and the International Union of Painters and Allied Trades, DC 21. Good to be back here live on a Saturday night on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. This is The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause. J. Doc, over to you, brother. Thank you, Joe. And we've got a fantastic show. Uh, I'm ecstatic to bring into the 
program, Butch Bennett, uh, business representative of the Philadelphia Building Trades, uh, Territories, Philadelphia, and Delaware Counties. Butch, how are you, my friend? Hi, Joe. Hi, hi to both of my friends. Uh, it's good to be on your show. I am an avid listener and can't wait to get the business. Absolutely. And, and you're joined by Brian Edis, uh, who's the business representative also of the Philadelphia Building Trades in Montgomery County, Bucks County, and Chester Counties. Brian, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Jay Doc. I'm happy to be on as well. Like Butchie said, that both of you are you know best in the business, and you know we're excited to be on here talking a little bit about the industry of construction. Well, we we appreciate you both being on, and we also appreciate what you both do. Uh, what's interesting is, okay, so on the, talk about being on the front lines. Okay, Butch Bennett, Brian Edis, uh, you know, out on the jobs and the in the in the meetings, um, negotiating and and working real hard on behalf of our entire uh, Philadelphia building trades and the surrounding counties. Um, one of the things I'd like to talk about, guys, and and uh, you know, I I want to get right into the election talk, and then we're going to talk about our apprentice programs and our diversity initiatives and a ton of other things, but. Uh, we have an election coming up, and, and, and uh, politics are our, are our life's blood, okay? And it's so important because we support those who support us. And without politics and without being plugged in, um, you know, we, we can't survive. So let's start off, uh, gentlemen, and, and, and talk. With the, what, what the big race coming up is the mayor's race, okay? And, and we've been, inter- you know, interviewing all the mayor candidates and, um, but you, you know, the building trades has their endorsed candidate, and I'll I'll bring in Brian right now. Talk about uh, who our candidate is for the Philadelphia building trades, and and what the uh, that candidate's platform is, and what and what she brings to working people. Sure, no, I appreciate that, Jay Doc, and you know, we we as the building trades, we're we're inclusive, and we gave every. Uh, mayoral candidate opportunity to interview with us and after going through each of them uh, we chose to endorse Sherelle Parker. Uh, She brings the experience in both the PA legislator working on both sides of the aisle and getting things done along with city council and she's just an expert in building coalitions Uh, you know and and that's what the city needs right now. They need a leader. They need someone like Sherelle Parker who's not only going to be that vision and passion, but also a cheerleader for the city because we are a really, really critical point, uh, you know, in time where we need that. And Shirelle is our, our person. She's our and, woman that's going to lead this city. Absolutely. And Butch, uh, talk about, you know, your thoughts on, on Shirelle and, 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 and what a great job she's going to do for uh, our building trades and our workforce in the city of Philadelphia. Yes, sir. Um, before I say anything about Shirelle, I do want to acknowledge our business manager, Ryan Boyer. Uh, this guy really works tireless to uh, ensure that the work is there for the members that we serve. Uh, he allows Brian and myself to lead. He doesn't micromanage. Uh, I don't think we could have a better business manager than Ryan Boyer. So I just wanted to get that out the way. Um, my Absolutely. experience with Sherelle dates back to when I was the business agent for the operating engineers and she was a state rep and we had some issues up at Chestnut Hill College and I reached out to her office. Sherelle got back to me immediately. Uh, I will say uh, of all the experiences I've, I've had with a politician, she was 
very proactive. Uh, so which leads me to believe that she was our only choice from the get-go. Um, very responsive, uh, very hands-on. Even after the matter got uh, resolved at Chestnut Hill College, she followed up to make sure we were okay. So that, that, that speaks volumes for her work ethic and her commitment to the building trades. And, 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 and when we talk about, um, you know, we, when we talk about the importance of politics, okay, and, and we, you know, we talk about leadership, and obviously Ryan Boyer is just another great example of why our union community is the number one uh, union community in the, in, in, in the country because of our leadership, okay? Um, but the, the fact of the matter is that politics are our lifeblood, and I'd like to kind of get into that a little bit because our – our listeners may or may not know why it's so important to us. Let's talk about some of the issues um, that impact us on a daily basis. And when we talk about our city elections, um, worker misclassification is one we've talked about a lot. And so let, let me ask Brian, um, let, let, let's talk about, uh, you know, the, the, the issues and, 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 and talk about worker misclassification and how that is, it, it's actually a crime and how it's hurting the city every day. Yeah, no, and, and you're spot on, J-Doc. Uh, you know, when it comes to worker misclassification, we see it every single day out there where it's an exploitation of workers, where they're being taken advantage of. And not only are they not being paid fair wages and the standards that they're working in are just below, you know, poor. I mean, it's just sometimes just awful and safe is just not even a word. I mean, they're just putting terrible, terrible situations. But what happens is, is that the taxpayer ends up being defrauded out of, you know, state dollars where, you know, we're doing all types of, uh, you know, we're taking all types of action and we're putting things in place where we're called a taxpayer protection, whether it be through responsible contracting language, uh, you know, out there in, in the counties, uh, you know, townships, and municipalities, because we see it every single day, the misclassification that is running rampant in this area is just, it's, it's, it's really concerning. And thank God we have a governor like uh, Josh Shapiro who has made it, uh, you know, an agenda of his to go after this workers misclassification. And, and having said that, when, you know, I always like to talk about the importance of our union members understanding the issues, okay, and what impacts their livelihoods. Okay, on a daily basis and educating themselves. Uh, Butch, talk about that and, and, and the importance of of our working men and women and uh, our workforce, our union workforce, being educated and understanding how uh, our political leaders, and in this case, the mayor, and we'll talk a little bit about, obviously, city council in a second, but um, the importance of, of educating our workforce so that they get out there and vote and vote in their interests on election day? Oh, without question. Uh, you have candidates and you have sitting politicians today um, that you might call their office and say, hey, uh, did you know that this, pro this project was going on in your area? What can you tell me about it? Whether you're just a constituent or whether you're a representative of one of the trades. And sometimes the ones that are engaged, they know about it. Um, they can give you all the information on it. If there's something wrong, um, like I call Councilman Isaiah Thomas's office, 
about a project on uh, 5500 of uh, Chestnut Street. Uh, just totally deplorable conditions. The building was slanted. Uh, I, I couldn't believe I, it looked like something out of the Three Stooges. And you had workers in there. And I, I, I'm like, unbelievable. I mean, like, who even would send their people into those type of working conditions? And we've had members from different trades reach out to us. We, As soon as I got the call, we went out there. Uh, some of the agents, Joe McMonagle from the Plumbers, Dion Frasca from District Council 21, we all went out there. Uh, we got with Councilman Isaiah Thomas's office. Uh, they reacted immediately. They got L&I out there. Matter of fact, the next day when I went out there, I met with the L&I guy. He told me the job was shut down. Unfortunately, they went back to work two days later. And they weren't working on the floor uh, inside, but now they're working on the roof. The building is still slanted. So L&I is a whole other problem that we have that we have to rectify with, uh, with city government. But our members... We try to enlighten them, like, look, when you see something, um, you report it to us, and we'll do our due diligence to try to uh, enlighten, get some light shed on the project. Uh, we got a call uh, last year uh, of a project in Kensington where it was three white vans with New York tags pull up, all look a little strange coming out of uh, the van, going into work, um, we don't think we, we tried to get L and I out there. We don't think any of them were citizens. We think they were uh, illegals. Uh, no one spoke English. The vans would leave no sooner than they got out of the van. Uh, and then the van would come back at seven o'clock at night. And we dog bird the job. We stayed out there and all day, pretty much all night until they came back, and then it was times that the van never came back. They just stayed inside. Well, well you so, heard you heard Joe Kraus talk about um, a Workers Memorial, right? And when when you're dealing with situations like this, with the one you're talking about, and by the way, we had a broadcast about two years ago where there were actual guys working at night on the weekends on a non-union job who were being forced to go up on top of the elevator, who were calling their family members. And by the way, they joined this. I think we it, the show was at Palma Hockey, and they joined us at the broadcast, and, and, and the, the non-union workers, and they called our hotline to report the job because they were actually calling their family members, Butch, and saying, if I don't come home, I want you to know what's going on. And so what you're talking about is just, it also is it's about health and safety and, and the lives that a lot of these people who are working under these conditions on a daily basis face. And it's, it's, it's important, like you said, for our members to contact us and, and let us know what's going on with these situations. They, they do, Joe. Um, uh, again, um, because of my past, uh, guys still call me. Uh, if they don't have my new number, they get it. Uh, and I still get the calls. And, you know, we kind of walk them through what to do, uh, who to call, Send pictures. Everybody has cell phones that take pictures now. So send the pictures. That's documented. You have your 311 that you can call the city. Document that also. But um, it, it is really, Brian alluded to it, it is really, I mean, we can go out every day this week, this coming week, and find something different. 
and I'm talking about going out for eight hours. Just Brian, Brian, Brian jump, jump in there Please. because when you, you talked about yeah. worker worker misclassification. Some of these guys are, are, are being uh, two minutes know, to the break, J Doc. Yeah, some of these guys yeah. are being classified as as um, subcontractors, right? No, they are. They are being classified as subcontractors and uh, 1099 employees. And like Butchie said, you know, you know, we have a lot of, I and mean, we're blessed. We have a lot of agents that are just young and loaded with talent, uh, and, and we're blessed to work with them every day. And we essentially become the police out there on the street. And when we put a, a claim into uh, L&I to, you know, share a misclassification situation or a safety uh, incident, uh, they, they, those calls just become unanswered. And for us, it's extremely frustrating. Uh, but we, we keep, you know, moving forward to try to make sure that the safe, you know, the city uh, streets are safe when it comes to construction. Uh, and, but like, you know, Ryan Boyer, you know, he's just an incredible leader. Um, and the truth is, is that we didn't miss a beat out there. And union construction in the southeastern region of Pennsylvania is, is strong. But yes, you know, we need to do a better job of, of policing those streets, and we need to get the assistance and the help from L and I in order in order to enforce those codes in the code book, so we make sure that all Philadelphians are, are safe when it comes to construction. Right, and Butch Wayne Bennett Miller's and talked Butch about that constantly. Sorry, Joe. Butch Bennett and Brian Edis joining us here on the Labor Show with J. Duck and Krause on a uh, Saturday night here on Talk Radio twelve ten uh, WPHT. Um, uh, quickly, Brian, before we go to the break, and I know we're up against it, but quickly, can the mayor help you enforce the situation or no? Of course. Of course. I mean, the, the mayor can appoint the commissioner, and that is a conversation that we have with each of those uh, mayoral candidates to, to take a look and see what we can do in, in order to get, give the L&I agents all the help that they can uh, get because it's, it really comes down to funds, resources, and making sure that they have enough inspectors out there on the street in order to enforce the, the codes in their code book. No, and excuse the ignorance to the question. I didn't know the answer to it, but, uh, you know, here we sit or here we stand on a Saturday night. Uh, we're on the doorstep of an upcoming election for the mayor, uh, and you guys are still fighting the, fighting the fight year after year after year. At some point, somebody's got to stand up for you uh, and help get this thing resolved. Absolutely. We'll take a commercial break here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Back in a moment. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. This edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by Sprinkler Fitters Local 692, Laborers District Council, Steam Fitters Local 420, and the International Union of Operating Engineers Local 542. And welcome back, everyone, here on a Saturday night. We are live, of course, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. This is The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause. Great conversation going on with Butch Bennett and Brian Edis, who are joining us for the full show tonight. J. Doc, back over to you, sir. Thanks, Krause. And, and I'm so happy to have Butch Bennett and, and Brian Edis on. By the way, this is their first time on not only together but individually, which is really hard to believe. That uh, is so hard to believe, J. Doc, because when we – when um, we did the Legends of Labor induction for um, Pat Gillespie. Right. Uh, and Butch, you were there. Um, yeah. Uh, you were there for the event. Um, and we spoke uh, when the event had concluded. Um, I thought that 
your words that day, um, the conversation that you had that day, um, that we had uh, just about Legends of Labor and everything else, um, made you sound and feel like you were a regular, sir. So I guess that's my point. That's what I'm trying to get. That's what I'm trying to well, get. Well, you know what? So all, so all good, brother. <laughs> the guy, well, listen, the guys are going to be regulars, and especially, you know, it's just great to have them on. And, and having said that, um, I do want to – we're going to touch on, on on city council at large seats, um, and then we're going to get into the apprenticeship program and the diversity initiative. Um, let me ask Brian, you know, one of the – you know, let's, let's talk about the city council races and, and – and, um, where we stand on them. So I'm going to start with uh, our very own Gary Messina, who's running uh, for the 10th district council, uh, you know, as, as someone that not only we're ready uh, to get and start pounding pains for it, but we have a little bit of time because he's not going to have a race really until the general, because he's running against a, a Republican incumbent, the only uh, district council person that was elected in 1979. Um, but then, you know, the, the face and the shape of city council uh, can take a very uh, drastic change here this election cycle because you have uh, three incumbents uh, that are running for at large, uh, two of which have been there since 2019, one of which is Jimmy Harity. Jimmy Harity, the dear friend, uh, you know, great ally of the Philadelphia Building Trades, and then uh, Isaiah Thomas and Catherine Richardson Gilmore. I mean, they're just, I mean, you don't get better than, than, than those three as far as the incumbency goes. And the Philadelphia Building Trades, again, you know, vetted each of the council large candidates and throughout their process uh, decided to endorse uh, Nina Ahmad and uh, Aaron Santamore. Uh, Nina is, is a very close personal friend of mine. I mean, if you've ever heard her story, uh, coming from a country where three million people were killed in a year and a half period to come into this country and and being a scientist, I mean it's just it's just a, an incredible uh, passion story. And you know she has uh, all the attributes that you would want for a uh, council person to represent the city of Philadelphia. And then you know with all the other district councils, I mean you know the building trades are not only uh, you know a force in the city to be reckoned with, but, you know, we, we provide the boots and, and the money to, to make a lot of these uh, candidates uh, not only be competitive, but, but get them, you know, from, from the, the, the 30 yard line into the end zone when it comes to winning races. Absolutely. And, and certainly, um, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, I, you talk about leadership here and we talk about the great leadership, Ryan Boyer, Gary Messino, all of our business managers that we have on, on, on the program so regularly. Um, I'll tell you one thing, and this is me and I'm being a little, uh, you know, tongue in cheek here, but, I, you know, I, I, we're going to get behind Gary Messino and, and, and work real hard so that he wins. But I'll tell you what. I'm going to miss him if he does. I mean, is there any way we can put some kind of motion on that, you know, if, when he wins his council at large seat, that he can still be the, uh, the business manager of Local 19 because he's done such a great job. And, I, by the way, I told him that. Um, and, of course, you mentioned Jimmy Harity and the, and the other candidates. Um, uh, real ecstatic about that. So well, well, well said, Brian. Let's, 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 uh, let's segue here into our apprentice programs. And, and, and because they're a lot, the life's part of what we're, we're, you know, what we are. I'd like to, so Butch, you were in Washington, D.C., okay, last week um, at, at, at a conference on apprentice programs and diversity uh, conference. Talk about that, would you? Yes, sir. So, Joe, uh, 
I attended the Building Trades uh, Conference. They have it yearly. It's the North American Building Trades Unions uh, Conference, and it's called NABTU. Uh, Sean uh, McGarvey is our uh, president yep. of the organization. Great guy, great guy. Uh, last year, I had a chance to meet him for the first time because you remember we were just coming out of COVID, and now meetings were starting again and whatnot. So that was the first time I had met him. And I was very impressed with how he conducted himself and what his vision was. Well, this year, the theme happened to be uh, diversity and apprenticeship. And it focused heavily on women in the building trades. And they have their own conference uh, December 1st uh, to the 3rd of this year. And um, you had other dignitaries from uh, across the country come in and to speak about the trades and the location that they were. And to everybody's uh, amend, they all spoke on diversity and a way to change the narrative in the building trades where it was more inclusive to black and brown uh, people of you know, where you come from. For us, the city of Philadelphia. Um, so I was just encouraged by the vision. And I know Ryan has that vision. We, at the Philadelphia Building Trades, we have the Sam State and Pre-Apprenticeship Program, which helps black and brown people uh, with the testing. Uh, when I was the trustee for the operating engineers, the people that I had to interview, when they came from the DAP program, they were more equipped to pass the test, and it also gave them life skills. The Sam State and Pre-Apprenticeship Program is the DAP program. It is just renamed. Uh, and that is also another segue for women. Women, that is, I, I hear this so much now, where can women get into the trades? And yes, they can. And, and yes, the women, in, there's a, we've had shows on it at, at the Women in the Trades movement, and it's such a big deal. Um, and our yeah. diversity, you know, you know, we have we have a program. Uh, I think the, the woman's name is Melody Jackson with the Philadelphia School District, and she knows Ryan really well, Ryan Boyer, and uh, the, the programs that we're creating with the public school kids. By the way, the programs that are going on with the Philadelphia public school system, okay, uh, their career technical programs, and like I said, the, the director's name is Melody Jackson. I happen to know her. Uh, because we're doing our Spark and a Dream initiative with them. And I can tell you this, um, you, all, you never hear the great things about the public school system. There's a ton of them. And one of those things is uh, the opportunity to get into a trade. And, and so, uh, and, and the diversity initiatives that are, uh, you know, that we're, that we're committed to and, and the, the progress um, that we're making. And it's such a great thing to hear that you know, they're talking about it across the country. We had Sean McGarvey on our Labor and Energy show. Uh, let me let me uh, let me ask Brian. Uh, talk about you know you, there's you, you have pre-apprentice programs. Talk about uh, what's going on in Bucks County um, with the pre uh, pre-apprentice program there. Thank you, thank you, Jay Doc. And one thing I, I do want to touch on before I get into that is what most people may not realize. Uh, you know, with all the different trades that belong or fall under the umbrella of the Philadelphia Building Trades, uh, collectively, uh, you know, through our, 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 you know, bargaining agreements, you know, through our own wages, we spend over $60 million uh, 
uh, across the board on our JATC programs, our continuing education, and our, our safety programs. So when you hire, uh, you know, a contractor from the Philadelphia Building Trades, you get the best, the brightest, the safest, the most diverse workforce in the country. Uh, you know, I think that's that's important for people to know that the, the money that we uh, reinvest into ourselves through our apprenticeship programs, you know, is all money that is a part of our contracts. That's right. Our unions pay for the apprentice programs. These are college-accredited courses uh, taught by members of our trades, and it, 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 it's and the value of the education is unprecedented. And by the way, you, uh, Brian, were talking about, and it was something that's really interesting, is, listen, not everybody's aptitude is to go to college. Uh, there are, uh, you know, incredibly gifted intellectual individuals who, who do it with their hands. And so, and by the yes. way, uh, people realize that now. Talk about the Bucks County program. Yeah, no, absolutely. So uh, I, guess, I guess it was about uh, six months ago or so, uh, you know, a couple of the agents that I work with, you know, on a day-to-day basis, uh, you know, Jim Keenan, uh, Tom O'Para, and Todd Farrelly, uh, you know, we had started a, a RCO subcommittee, and part of that, we wanted to get back out in the community. And we had crossed paths with uh, some folks with the Bucks County Community College uh, through through this effort, and they were uh, granted a, a PA SMART grant. Uh, so they needed to partner with uh, an, an apprenticeship program. Now, that could have been any apprenticeship program, but they wanted to partner with the Philadelphia Building Trades. And over uh, weeks of conversations and, you know, sitting down in multiple meetings, we were able to establish the first of its kind, a uh, partnership, pre-apprenticeship program. It's an 11-week pre-apprenticeship program with the Philadelphia Building Trades and the Bucks County Community College and the, the benefit that they get is they get some of our former or retired instructors to teach in this 11-week program to introduce, uh, you know, these students to, uh, you know, soft skills, whether it be learning about tools, you know, showing up on time in the job, how to interview for the pro, you know, for the tr- each trade, in addition to taking, uh, you know, a state uh, test in order to get into uh, one of our, our trades, whether it be a mechanical or a basic trade. Absolutely. And, and, and having said that, because we're all about progress, Butch, and we got about three minutes to the break, but let, let's, let's delve a little bit deeper into the diversity initiative and our commitment um, to, to bring minorities into the building trades uh, in all the unions. Okay. What, what are we doing um, you know, to make sure that everybody gets an equal opportunity? Well, we're, we're into the Philadelphia School District now. Yep. They're aware of the program. Uh, uh, University of Penn is aware of the program. Uh, Delaware County is aware. I mean, we've we've taken it everywhere. We've taken it to Children's Hospital. Uh, so many. We have so many partners. Villanova University. Uh, we have so many partners, Joe. That um, I would have to look at, at my uh, my little schedule reminder of and my notepad to see how many partners we have. Um, What's going on with the program? As I check on it probably weekly. Um, the director of the program is Bill Peoples. Uh, I think you should have him on your show one day. Uh, he really is hands on, um, and it's flourishing. Um, Absolutely. I know they just uh, sent some people to the carpenters uh, to take the the test and whatnot. He felt that they would do good. I believe uh, the 
electricians, Local 98, took a candidate. I know the operating engineers took a candidate. I, I'm not sure who else, but because the, the apprenticeship programs, they start and stop different times. So I'm not sure who well, all has taken, but it is moving ahead and it is out there. People do know about it and we sell it every day. Yeah, and, and you know what's interesting? I, I've had on Reverend Bob Paul from uh, Local 19, and they, they do an outreach program out in the communities. You can sign, different unions have different times you, you can sign up and different uh, standards for that. They're different sizes, but Local 19 has a program. Um, where they, they, they go out and they do outreach and educate people in the communities um, to take the test, okay? And they prepare people. And and one of the – talk about second chance programs, right? I mean, the yeah. opportunities that we give in the building trades um, – and the, by the way, the, the point of this radio show is to talk about those things. So, I mean, it, it, it's such a great thing to hear uh, about our uh, diversity initiatives and, and, and at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's so important. And, it, and, and, and to hear that the public kids, school kids are getting the opportunity, girls and boys, okay? Yeah. We've, had, we've had the programs. Um, where, you know, girls now should understand that those opportunities are there. Talk about some of, some of the things that they're doing, Butch, to let women know that there are opportunities here. Well, you know what, Joe? Um, honestly... Word of mouth is almost better than a commercial. Yep. Um, and we, we at the trades, we have group texts. We, we try to make sure that the agents send it out. Everybody talks. Everybody's on the phone. You meet people. When, when Brian and myself go to meetings, I guarantee you, at every meeting, somebody walks up to us and asks us, how can I get into the trades? So you share that information. So you share the information about the Bucks County program, share the information about the Sam State and pre-apprenticeship program. That's how it gets out there besides the other conventional ways that we do it. Word of mouth and, and texting and all of that, the way the young people do it now, that's, that's your modern and, and, day. And, and, and you see a lot on commercial. social media. So, Grassy, uh, yeah. uh, are we going to go to break, Joe? This is The Labor Show with J-Doc and Krause on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Tonight's edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by Iron Workers Local 401, Boilermakers Local 13, Plumbers Local 690, Roofers Local 30, and IBEW Local 98. Choose a Local 98 contractor. We're live on The Labor Show on a Saturday night. This is the Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause, Butch Bennett, Brian Edis joining us. Eight minutes to go, J. Doc, till we get to the top of the hour. I'll throw it right over to you, sir. Thanks, Krause. Let's, guys, let's talk about some major upcoming projects. Um, you guys are on the front lines uh, out there every day. Um, you know, Butch, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll throw it to you. You guys go back and forth if you would, but um, we got a lot of good stuff coming up. Oh, with, without question. Um, if I, I'll, I'll, I'll run through some of them just off the top of my head. You got the old Hilco, I mean, the old Sun Refinery, which is owned by Hilco. Uh, you're talking about over $4 billion worth of construction work coming up there. Uh, my chairman uh, from our committees out in Delaware County, Tony Lucy and, and Anthony Moss, we met with the airport. Uh, we suggested to the airport that, with all the projects that they have upcoming that they even look at Hilco. Well, we just met with them about three weeks ago 
and they're now looking at uh, some property to lease over at Hilco. You have um, Penn University, over $3 billion worth of work coming up. You have the Navy Yard. You got $3.6 billion worth of work there. You got the Philadelphia Union. Um, they got $50 million worth of of uh, projects going on or coming up there with the fields. They want to build uh, three fields. It's seven fields. I'm sorry. Seven fields and three warehouses. Um, yet, of course, you got the 76ers arena. That's still being designed right, right now. But, but right. we just, Brian and myself just met with them about two weeks ago. That project is going to move forward. Uh, you have... Um, we could, by the way, we could back up on that. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. You have Children's Hospital. That's that's another three point five billion dollar project. Uh, you got the Bud Plant on Honey Park Avenue. Uh, I spoke with the owner, and he was like, "Butchie, we need tenants to to move forward with this project." Well, we put them in contact with the University of Penn. Uh, Penn is looking to buy some pro- uh, or lease. Uh, a warehouse or property to build some bio warehouses over there. So, I mean, there is just so much work, and that's just abbreviated that is coming up for this area. is just ridiculous. Ryan, you want to jump in there? Yeah, no, I mean, like Butch, Butch, you just mentioned, you know, know, we didn't miss a beat, you know, and with Ryan's vision and leadership, you know, we're we're thriving. Uh, Union construction is strong in southeastern Pennsylvania, so it's it's an exciting time, you know, for all the members that we serve. You know, there are over fifty thousand members uh, that do all the construction projects here in the, in the southeastern region of Pennsylvania. Uh, I got I got to be honest with you, Jay Doc, and I, I know I talked about it with this on Friday. Uh, I got to take a little bit of a point of privilege here to talk about your father, Joe Doc, and my grandfather who grew up together mm-hmm. over at Twenty Second and Lehigh. You know, they call that neighborhood. Uh, swamp poodle, poodle uh, right. my grand yeah yeah my, my 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 grandfather said that you know your your dad was a stand-up guy in third grade huh. you know and just just an amazing man so i just wanted to uh, share that with with you and, and everyone that's listening here on the radio show well i appreciate that you know i certainly um you know i appreciate it more than anything and and um you know brings a tear to my eye and 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 uh that's why i love being a part of this community man and uh, by the way, you're going to be booked on this show a lot more often, just so you know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, you were bushy. Um, but, and, 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 well, and, well, don't, now, don't forget. Uh, yep, I know what you're going to say. If you, sit, if you sit at my desk, there's a picture of somebody. There's three pictures on the front of my desk to make sure that I'm doing the job that I'm supposed to be doing. Go ahead. And that's Bobby Heenan, my mentor, a man who was like a father to me. Um, Pat Gillespie, who was a great mentor and friend, and Joe Dot, your father. Those three pictures are on my desk awesome. right now. Well, I really appreciate it, guys. And you talk about Bob uh, Bob Heenan from the operators and, and, and uh, Pat Gillespie and my father. And, um, you know, the three of us, um, you know, certainly we didn't lick it from the bricks. And, and, and uh, Sam Staten Sr. would be somebody that um, – uh, you know, it, 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 we had the opportunity of, of, of uh, inducting him into the Hall of Fame. He was our first leader. And uh, I can tell you that this is why we have the community that we do. The, 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 the jobs that you just read out, Butch, 
Um, let me tell you something. Uh, the groundwork was laid for, you know, our leadership today, Ryan Boyer, Gary Messina, uh, you know, obviously all the guys. There's too many. If I keep naming them, I'm going to miss somebody, and I don't want to do that. Um, but at the end of the day, um, it's why we are who we are today. So, guys, I really thank you for that. Um, and I love you both. You know that. Um, having said that. We love um, you, J-Doc. Right, love you right, more. Right back at you. We only got a couple minutes left. Um and, Brian, you talked about partnerships with end users, okay? And, Butcher, you talked about safety and mental health in the workplace uh, on, on the jobs. You, you, you're a part of so many committees, uh, community committees, okay? We're not going to get to all that. But let's kind of spit fire real quick. Uh, Brian, talk about those partnerships with the end users. Yeah, no, and, that's, and at the end of the day, you know, when we create a partnership with an end user, say like a Merck uh, Pharmaceuticals, uh, we want to make sure that not only the, the workforce that they, you know, show up, you know, and get home in the same condition that they went to work in, but working with those end users, making sure that we're satisfying, satisfying all their needs when it comes to the construction projects. Because, again, we bring the best and the brightest, uh, you know, and I got to, you know, just take a little shout out again to the to the younger generation. I know Butchie, you know, mentioned some of the, you know, the, the guys that came before us and, 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 you know, Johnny Doc used to always say one foot in the past, one foot in the future. Right. You know, the future is really, really bright, uh, you know, for the Philadelphia building trades. You know, Ryan, I'm going to, you know, he, he's one of those young leaders, but you can't even call the man young because he's got so much experience yeah. <laughs> that he doesn't even class like young. But I was I was with another one of our young leaders uh, this morning, uh, business manager Esteban Vera. Uh, yeah. His son and my son were training down at uh, Front Street Gym, you know, boxing with, with, with Chrissy Guest. And uh, you know, it's just it's just an exciting time with all the young pool of talent that's going to be uh, carrying uh, the torch here for the for the next twenty, thirty. 40 and 50 years but, but, for the construction and, industry and, of Philadelphia. And, and by the way, that's, you know, that's what our, our Legends of Labor Hall of Fame is about, uh, you know, recognizing our, our legends of our, our you know, our, and, and the labor leaders who have made an indelible impact to influence the future of labor. If we're not developing the next uh, generation of labor leaders, we're missing the boat. And thankfully, we are. And that's an yes. awesome thing. Um I think it, it, I don't know if we got Joe Krause on, but we got about a minute left. Less than that, Jay Doc. You got thirty seconds. Yeah, uh, guys. Um, I want to thank both of you, uh, Butch Bennett and Brian Ennis, for being on the program. Uh, it's the first. It certainly won't be the last time, gentlemen. Awesome job. Yes, sir. Thank you. I sir. enjoyed thank it. Thank you, Jay Doc. Whenever you thank need you us, you do. Whenever you need us, we'll be here for you. Absolutely. Thank you, Butch. Thank you, Brian. Great stuff yep, from Butch and Brian joining us here tonight on the Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. See you next time, everybody. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey.